Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. This episode is brought to you by Jinx, the superfood powered dog kibble everyone's been talking about. See the results for yourself and try their one-month transformation. Within the first few weeks, you'll see how Jinx can help with your dog's energy, mood, and even digestion. And it's all thanks to the high-quality ingredients they use, like organic chicken, Atlantic salmon, and grass-fed beef. Try the one-month transformation today. Find Jinx in your local Walmart. Forever! Dog! Warning! The following podcast contains company-issued khaki shorts, regal but imposing owls, and madcap animal bra hijinks. It's Universal's Animal Actors on Podcast The Ride. Everybody. Welcome to Podcast the Ride. My name is Scott, and I am a podcaster trainer here at the podcast. Uh, now, you might not know that a lot of our podcasters are actually rescue <laughs> podcasters. Uh, they were brought to a shelter, and we put them to work reading ads for online therapy and Bitcoin exchanges. Uh, you want to meet a couple of our podcasters right now? All right, everybody, give it up. Let's meet a few of our stars. Say hello to Jason and Mike, everyone. It's Jason and Mike. That's right. All our podcasters today were aimless comedy low who are rescued from their, <laughs> their aimlessness and given a microphone to talk into and all sorts of Ponzi scheme-esque startups to advertise for and aimless conversations to have for hours on end. See, look at that. Jason's doing incredible. He's uh, speaking at a very advanced level and uh, an advanced amount of cynicism, which is what we look for in our podcasters, is what we try to breed right. in Right, and uh, Scott's slipping me a fun-sized Mr. Good bar because I did a good job. Very good. Here you go, boy. And let's see how, uh, let's see how Mike does if he gets a treat. Mike, can we, can we say our name? Can we say hello? Uh, yeah, my name's Mike. <laughs> I'm a rescue. <laughs> I'm now, com- we, we are trying to work the McGruff out of him. Many podcasters start with a bass McGruff voice, mm. and uh, we, we see if we can uh, <sighs> kind of massage that away. Uh, uh, maybe that'll... Uh, uh, can, you say, can you try saying your name <clears throat> in a more regular way? <clears throat> uh, hello, Michael. This is Michael. Very yeah, good. Thank you. That is very good. That's very listenable, very normal. And for that, we give you a treat, which for you uh, is a, a foot a, a foot high uh, Ninja Turtles uh, <laughs> plastic figurine. There With you go. A, wow, its head is the same size as my head, so I can kiss it <laughs> in a realistic way. <laughs> Wow, thank you. Does have tongue. You can go all the way with it. <laughs> right, and the tongue is warm. <laughs> That's what's really nice about it. Well, how about so that? We're off, we're off to the races. We have the energy 
that you find in every edition of Universal's Animal Actors Show, a stalwart <laughs> attraction. I don't know how long it's been running in Hollywood. They don't chart these things as well in Hollywood. Universal Hollywood stuff just just was one day. It just evolved. Mm-hmm. It sprung up out of the ground like a plant. Um, but Florida, they track these things. And this is an opening day attraction yeah. in Florida, the show where you go see your favorite animal stars uh, of stage and screen. Yeah, it's uh, it may as well have been like it may as well have opened with the studio before the theme park. I feel like where they were mm-hmm. just you would like wander in and somebody would be like, "Hey, you want to see a hawk? You want to see what the hawk just did <laughs> in the sound stage?" And like that's where like it's almost like a Mrs. Not uh, chicken like a roadside attraction first, and then yes. it was there before the park. I but- saw the date of 1970. Oh, okay. Uh, so I'm not 100% sure. I saw this on the page for Animal Planet Live, which was the short-lived name for these shows oh. for a brief period of time. They classified the, as Animal Planet Live, despite right. yes. that not having been the name. That, that's, that is, I, I regard it as like an unpleasant era. Like you get those 2000s fonts going, uh, which I'm, I'm, notab- I'm, I'm usually... Uh, persnickety about yes mm-hmm. there there's this show is going by a number of animal actors stage animal actors on location animal planet live yeah all very similar shows like mm-hmm. i'm i'm kind of an annoying pedant sometimes with this stuff i'm like well this is different than this i was like well even i have to ju- I, even i will condense this one down to animal act universal's animal actors that's enough <laughs> that sort of says it yeah. yes the current name explains what what all of them are that's what we're focusing on today, which I'd like to say at the mm-hmm. top here. So this is the first main feed episode of December. Uh, and December, we sort of usually wind things down, right? We're getting to the right. end of the year. We always we take a little Christmas break, a uh, little, little uh, winter slumber. So, you know, I feel a little... You know, a little sleepy, a little lazy, because it's just, we're getting down to, there's only a few more episodes left. We're just going to sort of like sleepwalk through those and then we'll get the podcast done phone it in for the year completely phone it just a few yeah wrong incorrect what we guys (laughs) we are i have an idea i'm having it right now what if we didn't just do a few what if we did too many what if we went out for the year with an unnecessary amount of effort isn't that the podcast the ride way you're suggesting we hit the big red button and make ourselves even stupider like you're (laughs) suggesting we give ourselves a little obstacle course like a dog running through <laughs> we're barely a little tunnel and a child uh you know as a as a you know we're barely duck and weave through cones yeah. that's what, yeah. that's how we're gonna go we're, out this we're year. barely making it through december i almost dropped my phone cracking the zoom recorder destroying all the files on oh, it yeah we all we came in with so many maladies so many energy i was yelling before throwing us off uh, but we got to fight through. We got to okay. muscle through um, because I think it's time in the last episodes of the year of 2021 to make good on a promise made in the first episode of 2020. It is finally time for Country Bear Jamber Week. Oh, 
Let's go out with Country Bear Jamber Week, guys. Are we in? Are we going to do it? We're in. I thought you were about to say, let's review Captain Kidd's buffet, and I was going to have to tell you something really tragic. But I'm, but a Country Bears is good, too. Yes. I thought it was interesting that that got reported. Why did that suddenly end up in our feed as if we didn't know it? I think the fate of Captain Kidd's was very clear. Clear, yeah. I guess confirmed this this uh, odd, bad, I assume, buffet uh, right outside the gates of Disneyland. Very poorly reviewed, and right. it's now, it's, now it's gone forever. I think a boomerang a little i think people saw that it was closed everyone talked about it for a day mm-hmm. and then like the boomerang went out and then it came back and someone else went hey wait a minute it's closed and then there was a second day of it, it. Got a this happens every now wave. and then on the internet like something comes back for some reason right yeah. it gets more of a swell this time so yeah we pay our respect i mean that's our that's on in our in memoriam 2021 mm-hmm montage that's really you remember where we used to do like it's the start of the year here's the things coming to the theme park world this year i think now maybe we have to switch the tradition to the in memoriam (laughs) everything we lost in 2020 glendale's creative campus (laughs) oh yeah yeah Yeah. it's something unpredictable no it'll still be active just not as active we'll play it over i'll play the green day song live when we do it too (laughs) several times multiple times and then other green day songs yeah yeah well most of them most of their discography <laughs> over the course of the episode um no but look yeah uh, we yeah we could mourn our losses for the year or we can go out on a fun note a celebration note yes. a jamber a jamboree a jamber week and a that's what we're gonna week. do so the last week of new shows for december will be country bear jamber week we're mm-hmm. just we're excited to announce it commit to it if we don't say it on the podcast then maybe we don't uh, finish it so <laughs> yeah yeah this is a we have at this point in time recorded some of it and I, 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 so far would say this in the other episodes before the end of the year. Um, if if get back hasn't uh, whetted your appetite for extremely long content, we're gonna we're gonna blow get back out of the water in terms of hour count. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so get ready. You got a lot to binge before December's through. Yeah. I, I had like an hour to kill the other day between like things I had to do, and I was like, oh, I'll watch the first episode of Get Back because <laughs> I thought it was an hour each episode. No, you and then I went, oh no. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, lo- yeah. I love it. I'm a big fan of it, and I I'm sort of like I. I'm I'm really stretching it out. I'm like seeing if I can get okay. a meal and two leftover meals out of every episode. Like, can oh, I wow. split it into three nights? Because um, I, I want to keep hanging out with my friends, the Beatles. I'm done with it. We you did it. Th- yeah, we did it through. the first three days. Wow, wow. Yeah. Know. Well, we got, there's a lot of talking mm-hmm. off air ice because I've, oh, I've yeah. caught that maybe some listeners don't like the the constant classic rock <laughs> talk there is maybe that strain yeah. of opinion in the but yeah. it's on disney plus we do the plus us up yeah so it's not yeah it's uh i it's, was telling i was telling very just that <laughs> That is, we could do pluses up, get back in the new year. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, I was telling uh, Mike Mitchell about how they have Marvel characters, like the new Marvel characters from Disney Plus shows come in. And he goes, oh, you mean like characters from Get Back? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, yeah, like Mal Evans and Michael Lindsay Hogg are walking around Avengers Campus oh, now. Oh, they get, they count? They get to be, well, wow, yeah, wow. Mitch, Mitch opened up the a then, good idea. Linda Eastman? That's right, Linda they, Eastman. It, wouldn't be, it can't be Linda McCartney. That wouldn't be time accurate. Exactly. In the timeline, in the Beatles cinematic universe, she's Linda Eastman. That's right. And she's got the daughter from the first marriage or first, rela- I forget which relationship. She was married before, I think. Mm. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, it's they're all for, they're up for grabs. 
because they're now in there. So the apple scruffs, the apple scruffs, of course, the (laughs) the girls hanging out outside of Apple Studios. I have to credit uh, my friend Charles Ingram for really, I I think I let apple scruffs come and go without really noticing. And he, uh, Mm -hmm. uh, well, he sent a voice memo in a text chain of Joe Biden talking about uh, the apple scruffs. (laughs) (laughs) Apple scruffs, we got to get good jobs, real jobs. My mother worked as an apple scruff. Or bring back Apple Scruff Industry. <laughs> Thanks, <Yeah>. Charles. <laughs> uh, we were listening to all, all Things Must Pass on the way back from um, coming from San Diego, and George Harrison on All Things Must Pass is a song called Apple Scruffs. What really? Yeah. Huh. Oh, that's why that phrase. That's is? what that song is. Yeah. Oh, geez. Yep. Clearly, I'm no expert in that album. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Um, okay, but all right. So we've heard you, listeners, who don't like that. What was just done? You like us to talk about theme park things, and we're going to. We're going to yep. talk about the Country Bear Jamboree mm-hmm. incessantly. It'll be the get back of the Country Bear Jamboree. We'll cover all of the the ins and outs, the breakups, uh, um, when, yeah. when things got awkward, um, when when Zeke almost walked out, like quit the right. quit the bear rugs but came back triumphantly of it's course. all in it's all in uh yeah. so yeah so get excited yeah <laughs> are you ready are you ready if you aren't ready get ready you left a good pause there for people to yell that's what <laughs> it was for yes yeah we don't have the luxury of an applause button like a show would mm-hmm. so you just have to assume if there's a little pause that that's what you're supposed yeah. to yep. do applaud that's in right. your car are you excited cricket well, were we hearing the cricket again? No, maybe. no I was Tell just the seeing, podcast the right seeing cricket. if I could cue it. <laughs> <laughs> cricket? God. I guess the, a cricket doesn't know its name is cricket. Were you doing that because of the animal actors? Uh, mm. No, no. I don't have a little cricket clicker or like a cricket feed or Have anything. they ever had a cricket in the animal actors show that well, could like do its cricket noise on command? It's funny you say that because there is a, a bit of internet that doesn't apply anymore when it was animal planet live there was an animal planet live website that had like live cams on like tanks of bugs mm-hmm. and uh the oh. the uh, uh, wiki wiki entry for that said like and that website is still active that website is of course <laughs> not still active i don't know <laughs> no one has updated the animal planet live wikipedia entry mm. in some time no no That's and there's bad. no animal actor entry I was shocked to see that. There's not. The thing that we're talking about today doesn't have its own. No. It's got a very slight fandom page. Okay, okay. From the Universal. Similar to Mensch on a Bench, which was just discussed in the second gate. You can check that out. But, um, wow. Well, you know we're doing deep cuts. Uh, We're doing our Yoko Freakout style, uh, (laughs) uh, the non-album stuff, because if we're talking about things that don't even have Wikipedia pages, you know we're in good territory. Mm -hmm. And where do you start? Where do you begin with the research uh, if you don't have the Wikipedia page to begin with? I guess where you dive in is watch the the show watch the show yeah which yeah. you know this show as i i watched um pretty recent editions 2020 or 2021 editions of this uh, mm-hmm. uh universal animal actor show and uh discovered that it is exactly the same as the first time i saw it which uh-huh. would have been in 1991 that is really the big takeaway of the show for me is that there there's those gags that have never changed one iota. Yeah. It is, they found a formula that works. It makes the kids laugh. It makes the moms laugh. Um, and it's a funny thing to see an animal do. And they, uh, it's that forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and always seems to hit. The crowds always like it. I, I yeah. feel like this is my family 
I always stop and see this show. I'm trying to remember if I saw it when we were down. I may have gone the day I just went to Universal. Yeah. Yeah, um, Before I flew out. Um, But I always liked this show. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, the audience. I was. I think I watched one from four, four or five years ago, and the audience reacts like with honest to god shock, almost after every thing, after every trick. Mm-hmm. Like it really, they work. These are like time tested tricks that work and like elicit a response. Because we've all been to theme park shows where the audience is dead. The audience is no response or like. Oh, mm-hmm. I did. I performed a lot of them sure. solo. I did a lot of bombed one-man shows Uh on wheels in my tram tour capacity yeah but it seems like this one is always a hit always a hit the the bird you know the the smaller bird flying to an audience member to take their dollar and then the animal handler pockets the dollar and then says does anyone over here have a 50 kills every time Mm -hmm. it's like there's so little evergreen comedy (laughs) this always works the one i the one i watched she said she said 20 20 okay i think (laughs) you got a little wiggle room yeah yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. 50 and 20 are both pretty funny yeah pretty funny that's depending on how the economy is going like it's it's scary to lose a 20 i mean 50 you know in boom times you have to go to 50 but right everybody's got to make every 20 count depending on what year it is right so like if you go into work in the morning you check the newspaper to see how the stock market did that day the dollar today or yeah the dollar index if the dollar index is down then you go for 20 but if everything's doing well and the economy is surging then you go 50 Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. that's in the rule book i assume this is the difficulty of being the host of this show beyond that you have to work with animals Mm -hmm. beyond that you have to wear slightly embarrassing khaki shorts mm-hmm. um i this is where in my universal years i um i send my respects and condolences to the the people in the show who have to wear awkward khaki shorts as i did <laughs> this is the universal uniform for a number of things i guess can were they you had to purchase your own they're not like universal uh, administered shorts. No, no, no. They get, they give them out. Oh, they do. Uh, yeah, yeah. No. Oh, okay. So it's not I go just check in and get my uniform every day from a, a you know big dry cleaner like complicated system. They scan oh, wow. a code. And, so so you can't just bring your own khaki shorts. They, they might have. Know. They might know they aren't code khaki shorts. Yeah, they're kind of uniform. Interesting. That's actually, I, I didn't even think about this. Cause like when I used to work at the container store, you'd have to wear like khakis and a polo and the polo was container store polo, but you could bring in like, as long as they looked about right, as far as the color of pant. Oh, similar. That's like a, that's kind of the level of school uniform I had was not right. Like, doesn't have to be this specific kind of, but like in this range. Wow. So you all got your khaki, little khaki shorts uh-huh. <laughs> in the morning. As I'm sure I've said before, with the awkward like crotch puff, just you would oh. it would on men and women it would you would sit in such a way where you just get this <laughs> huge tent and you're looking at this room of in, in the little lounge. There's 15 people sitting around, all with the worst crotch puffs, <laughs> um, just like the least glamorous anybody could look. 
Just wow. like uh, the founder. Oh, God, who's the, the universal guy that they're like, and then back in 1916, so-and-so. Carl Lemley. Carl Lemley. Mm-hmm. I almost said Irving Thalberg, but that's MGM. They used to talk about And I was thinking, you said founder, and all I could think was Ray Kroc. Yeah, that's what I, I was thinking, well, too. Ray, I was yeah. like, oh, Ray Kroc, Jason. <laughs> Ray Kroc. <laughs> it's Ray Kroc, And Jason. the McDonough's brothers, yes. <laughs> but, uh, no, that, yeah, uh, what's his name? What, I already forgot the name you said. What's Carl Lemley. Carl Lemley was the one who wanted. the Lemley theaters that have yeah. nothing to do with Universal. He was the one who instituted the crotch puff he was the one who wanted that at universal that was a tradition it was in, it was in style in the, the 30s yeah and yeah. they started things like jod hoppers and the big ass scott and stuff it was a sign everyone of, has the same puff no one can imagine what else is under there it was a sign of wealth too yeah well <laughs> that's what was really you could afford excess fabric right i was like look at that well look at that rich gentleman over there with his large crotch puff Poor people wear very tight pants. Right. Yeah. Less less fabric. (laughs) That's all they could afford. Well, that's, yeah. So the tradition is carried on at Universal Studios. Mm, I like that as the general, I mean, I think it's a style you see also at SeaWorld or any zoo. Like, I I don't know at what point in time khakis became synonymous with handling animals. Right, um, like, it, and which is also how like your Joan Embry's dress, your 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 Irwins, animal handlers on yeah, the show, yeah, 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 the Irwins, absolutely. Jack Han, all of them have like khaki shorts or pants. I pants, Sometimes I feel like shirts too. Sometimes, Sometimes shirts. Shirts. Yeah. Is it to blend in? Is it like a nature uh, color? Uh, Camouflage, not like green. Safari. Mm-hmm. Safari. I mean, it's usually lighter cotton. It's usually flexible but uh, sturdy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. I mean, I'm sure the answer is like obvious and people know and they'll be like, you should have known this is why khakis were worn by these animal handlers. But it might be something about like dullness of like and and muted color. Like you wouldn't want to wear, um, you know, bright zebra stripes in front Mm -hmm. of an actual zebra. It might upset them. They might they might charge. Right. Some animals you can probably wear their like uh, fur pattern and they like it and then some they don't. I think khaki chinos came, that was a fashion design that started with the military, you know, British military, uh, uh, and slowly got into civilian life. Oh. Hmm. I don't have any, I, I, I'm, I am khaki-less for maybe the first time in a long time. I don't have any khaki pants that I wear. The only khaki pants I have still are the uh the ones i was issued as a, as a tour guide oh wow were you supposed if to I give them back khaki for things like as i've and which has only been in uh sketches like a sketch uh-huh. on stage where i played a universal guy right or for some reason in my michael mcdonald halloween video i'm in those khakis wow really i'm wow. not sure why he must have been a khaki wearer and it's now i don't remember why i picked the pants uh why were unasked for oral history? <laughs> <laughs> were you supposed to give them back when you left? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Wow. And I kept the I kept the uniform and I I will use it as wardrobe okay. every once in a while. Wow. So you I'm committing to a crime here? Yeah. 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 Universal. I own. <laughs> I, I I don't own. Obviously, I the opposite of own. I have probably thirty dollars worth of Universal property. Yeah. Give up. Wow. Like, let's do a ransom note here. 
Let's <laughs> tell Universal what they have to do to get that clothes back. Those clothes back. Let me do a tour one more time and fill the tram with Podcast the Ride listeners. Okay, great. And you'll strip nude at the end of the tram tour and give it back <laughs> to the current president of Universal. Ooh. We're finally branching out into performance art. Yeah, yeah. So exciting. It's like the early days of UCB, man. Like the downtown scene, man. <laughs> Hell yeah. Like Yoko. That's true. Like yeah. Yoko's territory. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. True. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. So yeah, you have to let me fill up a tram with only listeners to the show and, and then, to say whatever <laughs> I want, and then I get to show my penis at the end. <laughs> and then you'll do the two lovers Yoko John picture with the president of Universal <laughs> of the theme park or of the the movie studio. Mm. Which president? Well, mm. we'll have to negotiate. Terry we'll have to figure Koo? that out. Yeah, have you ever seen interviews with a guy named Terry Koo? He's I think like, I have. Yeah, it's Theory Koo. It not. It's Isn't really. It? I don't. Know. I, I mean, that's how it's spelled, but recently, I think it might be pronounced in a weird, you know, uh, not how it's spelled way. Recently, uh, going uh, around because at the IAPA conference in Orlando, they asked what his biggest career regret was, and he said uh, not telling management not to build Fast and Furious Supercharged. Wow! <laughs> like he admits to that. Yeah, really. To the that. currently in and charge the room wow. lost it. Like the room loved it. Yeah. Jeez. So he's cool. Yeah, yeah, he is wow. cool. So he would take the photo with you naked. <laughs> yeah, so let's say him. Cool. He probably likes the Beatles too. He'll yeah. probably appreciate the nod. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm. Am I Yoko? Am I like? I have to cling to no, him essentially. No, Yoko was clothed. John was nude. John was clinging. Oh, okay, John was okay. nude. Yoko had clothes on, and John was clinging to oh, Yoko. Oh, so Terry gets to keep yeah. his clothes on. Easy. Great. <laughs> yeah, that's why. Just let me, a naked man. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. This is blowing any universe. We're going to get quietly removed from the oh, press uh, email. No, they're cool. The social media tweeted us, remember? Oh, that's right. They acknowledged the, the, the city walk saga. Yeah. So the sector keeper is universal canon. Mm-hmm. They probably own it now, but <laughs> whatever. <laughs> By doing that. We, yeah. All right. Well, that's another. You have to give us the sector keeper back and let me do. I have got a lot of ransom now. It's yeah. all building up. This is the point where an animal handler would have a spray bottle of water and they go, ha, ha. Like the comedy, sp- the comedy guys are trying to find reasons to get naked on a stage. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> no, 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 ah, no, no. Bad. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't work as well anymore. <laughs> Might have flown in 2005 for yeah. ECP, yeah. not today. Ack, ack, ack. Um, that, uh, uh, to bring it back to the animal actors, you know, you were saying, regardless of your feelings on khaki pants, I always liked. <laughs> I thought they had a cool little utility belt and a walkie-talkie. Like, I was like, oh, they oh, got yeah. a little utility belt Very of, proud. like, clickers and treats and stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> clickers and treats. Clickers and treats, yeah. <laughs> well, do we know what the treats are? Is there just, like, little meat treats? I'm sure it's a little meat pocket or kibble or something. Yeah, yeah. probably. They don't say, though, I don't think, in the show. It's just those little, I don't know. No, little... uh, there's training treats for right. folks. Like, yeah. Yeah, those little, like, circles or little, little, guys, little yeah. balls. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. Well, fanny full of treats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I, I guess, like you know, I think this show is is a lot of fun, and we should talk about our favorite little moments in it. I think. Are you guys? What percentage of you is is uh, uneasy with just the animal training nature of it? Like, does that put you off a little bit? Do you feel weird about um, these animals having to do this stuff? You mean like obviously there if they had free will they wouldn't be performing fifteen shows a day or whatever. It wouldn't be flipping 
signs to uh, signs that say ban bacon. Yeah, that kind of thing. Ethically, that is an interesting question because, like with with um, uh, Sea World, like Shamu, whatever Shamu, like they shouldn't be in tanks. Mm-hmm. Like it's a lot more of a like. Well, this is not where this is not a comfortable environment for yeah these the sea life. But this is a li- I don't know. It's different. It's a little different here, but still like. I don't know. It's a good question. Like, do I feel that the dog is having a good time, like, getting applause? You know, it's weird. I think that the the dogs, I think dogs enjoy it because dogs like doing, like, little tricks and getting applause. That seems like in the nature of dogs. Right. I Maybe I brought it up because I was, I, I'm looking at cats doing tricks, and I'm like... This is I I ain't never met a cat who wanted to do anything that anyone asked. <laughs> yeah, I there's I think there's a reason there's only one or two cat there's like a limited number of cat moments in this show. Yeah, yeah. I the um one of the first things where we hung out Mike was that that sketch that you were in at Conan the cat controlled yes, Chewbacca. Uh, cat pilot decoy Chewbacca right uh, video about that Andre Dubachet wrote where if you don't want to go to a Halloween party mm-hmm. you, you get a Chewbacca costume and put a bunch of cats in it mm-hmm. and pilot it like a spaceship and they go to the party and your girlfriend thinks you're in the suit right and uh, you can look this up Mike is the star of it and I directed it and I, it involved having to have a bunch of cats in the part you weren't in uh, the whole morning was like, okay, so we'll shoot out the cats. We'll do the cat part. <laughs> and there's a bunch of cats and little, like, little, like, spaceship units uh, inside this Chewbacca costume. And I just remember, like, oh, God, I have never hated a shoot more than yeah. being around cat wranglers, which is a fake thing. Cats cannot be wrangled. Yeah. It's just click yeah. city, just click, clack, click, clack. All the treats everywhere are disgusting. Like, weird little cat food plops, so it smells bad. <laughs> and you see it on the props and, like... I and then like you know somebody like waved their arm too big or something and then the cat trainer went like hey there's a dog and creature you do not do that you do not they are they are scared do you understand we're all getting screamed at yeah. by cat trainers it was just like boy do I never want to be in this scenario it's again funny you bring that up because Jason Sheridan and I worked with cats last year yes mm. on a Nickelodeon show. You did both of you? It was a real brief little thing. Shot what? in and out in like less than an hour and stuff. Yeah, and well, we were security guards. Yeah, the cats could not have. What the hell is this? Uh, have we not talked about this? No. <laughs> well, there's like we'll find it. We'll find it and rip it. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's real quick, uh, but th- I had a, si- a similar observation because there were cats, and I was like, these cats barely listen to what they're told to do. Mm-hmm. Like. They had like plans for the cats and the cats were not interested in the plans. And I was like, this can't be good. Like, and it's just our, like, and it was like, all right, here's what they're going to do. And then it was like, take six, seven, their cats are not doing this. (laughs) Okay. Well, what are we going to do? We'll shoot it here. Blah, blah, blah. So why does anyone even let the cat trainers show up on the set and stay mum about that? They know there's going to be five unusable takes, no matter what they're shooting, at least that many. Yeah. And they know it and they're letting it happen. Like, all right. So how long before the jig is up? Because I yeah. won't get hired anymore if they figure out cats can't be trained. Right. <laughs> yes. The whole thing is done. The whole job. <laughs> But yeah, I don't know. I think they should just use cat puppet. Like they should use the Tunsis, the driving cat puppet. Anytime now they yes. need a cat. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, that's a really old reference now that I'm realizing I'm saying it. It's from 30 <laughs> years ago. Live. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it was a, a puppet. Um, so yeah, as far as animals, I also think we're in a weird transitionary time of thinking about ethical th- treatment of animal. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I will still eat meat. I'm trying to eat less of it still, but I feel like in who knows, 20, 50, 70 years, you'll look back and go, we were making animals do what at Universal Studios every day? <laughs> right. What? Right. Yeah. yeah. There's I a mean, lot of that with animals, I think, that'll still evolve. There's so many dogs in rescues. I kind of understand that. When you start getting into birds of prey and uh, pigs and stuff, I mean, I guess there's pigs in rescues, too, or farms or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, it, yeah, it gets a little confusing. And then the other thing to consider is, like, I've heard stories... From anyone who has worked at any theme park or any chain, you hear stories about corners being cut or like, oh, we didn't have enough staff. And just hoping to God that is not the case with the animals. Oh, that everybody's taken care of. Yeah, yeah, I think there's a lot of state and federal regulation with working with animals. So I think that you kind of have to follow the rules a little more strictly. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, there are like just seeing animals' personalities like Edwin, our dog Edwin, would not be pleased to have to do this. <laughs> and you can't imagine, like, you know, there's certain dogs that are the friendliest dogs. They love running around. They love doing stuff. So I'm sure it depends. It could, I'm sure it varies from animal to animal uh, exactly what the enjoyment level so is. So Edwin will not be appearing in a live show if we're the next Edwin, time we do a live show. It, uh, he, well, if it's live via satellite and he can, like, sit in the sun... Because that's maybe his favorite thing to do is find a window <laughs> and sit in like a hard sun, like a sunbeam. Yes. Mm-hmm. So are you agreeing with that? That's your favorite yeah. thing too? Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind. I mean, Garfield loves to sit outside in the sun. Yeah. He gets very energetic and we've trained, like he can do, he loves to play and we can, I think we've trained him to go like up, up and like jump, jump, you know, standing on his back legs right. and like put his uh, uh, front legs on us. But uh, then he needs, uh, he also likes to like sleep for a good two thirds of the day, it seems sure. like. So we're on and off two thirds of the day. Right. Have a big burst of energy and then sleep for like two hours. Right. You know? Like you doing the podcast. Yeah, basically, <laughs> like me doing the podcast. Hey, I, I'm feeling great. I, I'm so happy to hear us uh, all talk about having the December wind down, you know, uh, crunch. <laughs> crunch uh feelings going on because i was like well this makes me feel less insane so uh, you you like the fake out part where i was saying we're just gonna settle into the end of the year i did i did get put on his nightcap like 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 an animal trainer standing behind an actor holding a treat up i i got fooled i got fooled you got me to do what i wanted (laughs) what huh Huh? Huh? i'm looking this way what do i get it because i'm looking this way um yeah I, so i mean all that being said we have no we don't know anything about the yeah, what, yeah, yeah. what's no. involved in the show and they certainly present a good face of that you yeah. know they do push yeah. the rescue animal uh situation right. that they they work with dogs and shelters and they push that at the end of the show as you're leaving they say yeah. you know if you're yeah. looking to adopt a shelter this good messages seem very good had their jobs very yeah, yeah really gentle and, and, and yeah. I w- my point I was trying to make earlier was I it's not the same situation where like the dog is being exclusively kept in a like a four by four cage for most of its life 
I assume. I'm just saying. I think we really don't know. Don't know I guess we really don't know. You're right. I guess we really don't know. But I, I think it's a, it's at least a little bit different than the like Sea World situation. I feel like if you get into that line of work at this point, like you have to be passionate about animals and like coming from you a good would place think and, so because yeah. it is. And now I did. I don't know in the 1940s. I, maybe I do know. I bet no, early you know. Yeah, film was quite awful. Uh, there's an Earl. I, I think I've even said this on the show before. There's a. Oh, I guess it's like an old Errol Flynn Robin Hood movie where there's a stunt where somebody jumps out of a fake tree onto a horse and oh, it's yeah. like 10 feet in the air. That doesn't feel good for the horse. I mean, it doesn't feel good for the human, but the human knew what he was doing. At least the horse just has like a fucking weight to, to fall from 10 feet in the air on it. Like that's not good for the horse. Sure. Uh, so yeah, no, we, we do know what it was like, especially in the old days. Yeah. The, but, the one thing associated with her, she kind of tangentially shows associated, but Grinchmas is, happening at universal now and they always have a max well that, they always have max they yes have a few maxes and then mm-hmm. they always say these these will all be adopted uh at the end of the uh, throughout the season or at the yes. end of the season i met max yes remember yeah. my exclusive interview with grinch a couple oh, years ago i have not right. been invited back for some weird reason you won't be now after <laughs> i guess now that i want to get naked <laughs> next to the head of universal creative it's hard to tell i don't even i'm not even sure who it is right there's so many shifting someone left someone took over yeah. people moving around a lot mm. well it doesn't Bob matter Weiss whoever it is i'm getting naked arm over at imagineering <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna two virgins that guy <laughs> that's right hey pal i'm gonna two virgins you okay <laughs> just warning you jump up on him <laughs> All right, please escort that man out of City Walk. Take his shard no way, nay away. He's had enough. <laughs> I already did a 19-part series about everything in City Walk. He's definitely had enough. This guy doesn't need to be here again. That's like that's like a, a, a horror movie. They'd be like, well, is he a Universal fan? He's done 19 episodes about the shopping mall. And they'd be like, oh, my God. Like, let's get a restraining order. Which is really what they should say about all three of us. Say, yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, that's you know we're working our way through. The, we've done so many universal attractions. It's like yeah, like a, we're almost getting down to the the end with uh, with Hollywood stuff. But there's, right. there's plenty in Florida for the sure. The only thing to do is do them all again. Part two, <laughs> every single thing. Part two. Um, the guy who started the show, who like put it in place, and is a big pioneer in animal training in general for movies is named Ray Berwick. He's a pioneer in using positive reinforcement to get animals to perform. He created shows for the San Diego Wild Animal Park, and he he produced this show initially mm-hmm. in the 70s, um, which seems like, you know, he and he was working in film in the city. He, so he, he worked on, uh, I think, first was Birdman of Alcatraz with Burt Lancaster, and then uh, The Birds for Hitchcock in 63. And a quote from this guy, in my work, I've trained more than 25,000 animals, and I've only lost one in an accident. And you go, oh, that's nice. Those are pretty good numbers. Then he keeps going. One of the birds for the birds was crushed by a wagon. Okay, well, you know, the first part, was the stat might have been nice. I don't know about the, the bird and the birds. But that being said, like, you'd think just like naturally just crew members would be stepping on them it's the birds there's so many birds in the birds yes there are a lot of birds so only one is that Mm -hmm. that that ain't bad especially in the old days yeah if the birds had been filmed in 1911 then no birds would have made well, it what's out. What's his stat? Twenty five thousand, and he's only lost one. Well, they would have lost twenty five thousand. Twenty five thousand birds. birds. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like film sets back then are just the whole ground is just cigarette butts, right? 
Yeah, they can't shoot the ground in old movies because <laughs> yeah. they're all cigarette butts. It's not one clean footstep. It's not, yeah. So anywhere the birds land, they get singed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but Berwick made sure that things were comfortable here. And if this thing did start in the 70s, then that might it might make sense why the show still feels like the comedy of the 1970s. <laughs> yes. I don't think in a bad way, necessarily. No, it's fine. It's aged, it's very old sitcom-y, or even, like, the tail end of, like, memories of broad, uh, broad uh, vaudeville. Mm-hmm, like, old mm-hmm. gag, kind of like the, the, you know, the kid... This is the one, the dollar trick I always remember, and then I always remember they bring a kid on stage, and they're like, "This think of a clothing item, this dog is going to go fetch it. Yeah. And uh, sometimes they go like, oh, did you think of a hat? Yeah, he got the hat. Good job. Think of another one. And then it's inevitably... Uh, like bathing suit top or bra or something, mm-hmm. and then dog's uh, a pervert, yeah, or, <laughs> or the boy's a pervert. The I boy's guess. a pervert, and yeah. then an orangutan in a towel or a little <laughs> dog hopping out on yeah, its back yeah. legs in a towel. A lot of great public domain like comedy music cues, yeah, like stock yeah. library cues, but also like the um the uh what's what's it called the peewee like it's nice to hear that while a bunch of animal hijinks go on yeah um that sequence yes a classic i think that um well i don't remember maybe i guess i think it was always a dog in that main role and then yes an orangutan who would go who would come out in shower gear and shower cap i think that's the big change in terms of uh, you know, animal <laughs> equities, whatever you want, safety, whatever you want to call it, is they stopped in both parks. Universal stopped working with primates in 2014. So, because oh, okay. that's the really the way I remember the show, uh, is the, like multiple monkey appearances, and they stopped doing that. Peta, I think, got him to stop. There was oh, there was yeah. like a swinging, a rotating, like jungle gym kind of thing that had. Uh, Oh yes, the big wooden on. implement, yeah. and they were like, you would see if we could swing all the way around, and they get cheered on. Um, and it's yeah, it, it was. I was surprised to learn that they um, that they stopped working with primates because I that's those are a lot of my strongest memories, and and probably the the most clear memory of the show is like the it's the physical comedy routine between the monkey and the the trainer where there's like. Uh, smacks on the back and uh, like sounds like uh, like what do you mean hey how could you do that the crowd uh, be nice to the people and and then the impressions the impressions is the big thing right right. this is what they can't do with another they can plug and play other species for some of these gags but they can't uh, push the monkey's lips out and say look everybody Mick Jagger right well, but for sure the main thing I remember yeah that's the big yeah. one this episode is brought to you by Jinx the superfood powered dog kibble everyone's been talking about see the results for yourself and try their one month transformation within the first few weeks you'll see how Jinx can help with your dog's energy mood and even digestion and it's all thanks to the high quality ingredients they use like organic chicken Atlantic salmon and grass fed beef Try the one-month transformation today. Find Jinx in your local Walmart. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah. And I think I've, I've only seen this show in person, I think, once. Wow. And I do remember that because I think it was before they got they stopped doing the, the monkeys or primates. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think in, in Florida, it's in a good spot if you are going like you want to break from uh, rides where like, like it's kind of between Simpsons and E.T. So like where if you're having a slow start today, oh, you do E.T., you do Animal Actor, you know. Mm-hmm. As you like complete the loop, you know, you're saying it's a good spot to rel- You're saying it's a, there's something in the layout. It's a good spot for it. I think it's a good spot. It, it, it's also good if it's just like everything's crowded or you just need to sit down where like, you know, where like everyone in your party is like, can we sit for a while? Can we do this? Cause it's, it's outdoors, but it's pretty shady, you know, it's yeah. covered and all it's a little yeah. like amphitheater, amphitheater, uh, both these spaces though, since we bring up the amphitheaters, huge plots of land. Yeah. A little surprising these shows are still going. I mean, the the they the play into the movie how the movies are made element of the Universal Parks. But man, they take up a lot of real it's a little surprising they haven't been bulldozed. Yeah, yeah, really. In Florida it's mainly just I guess just that they have the room in the second park, yeah. so they don't super need to. Um yeah, Hollywood where it's a little more cramped, but maybe they can't fit a full ride in there necessarily. So although they got they they made a lot of with that um Secret Life of Pets space. Yeah, I was gonna say, say and that's so. two stories. So yeah, I'm sure there's something. Yeah. Maybe they'll do it when Mick Jagger dies, when they, when there's no longer the, when the, the point, when the impression isn't relevant right. anymore, I guess they can't do it. Cause the, uh, they, they don't have yeah, they're gone. Anymore. So, but they probably not- thought about it. They probably thought about just get ending it when that joke got cut. Yeah. Yeah. Why even do the show anymore? Right. That's what we're here for. Isn't it? This lips mm-hmm. thing. And there's no other celebrities to do this with who else. Have, right. Are there, oh, I think there was maybe a time where they switched it to Angelina Jolie. Oh really? Okay. Who else has big lips? Because like, I think they tried to Anna plug Nicole and play. Smith. Hmm. That was a very topical reference for a while. I think. Was, yeah, twenty years ago, that was good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I think they just lucked out that they picked somebody who remained relevant and around for right. for so many decades. Because right. if that had been t- if, if it was a big lips celebrity who passed in 1973, then what do you do? Right. So yeah. screwed. Look, show everyone, it's the lips from the opening of the Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> mm. <laughs> the disembodied lips, you know? Yeah, that would have, again, that would have been great 40 years ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it may have remained uh, popular in its uh, midnight mm-hmm. showing way. For they do the animal actor show at like midnight at Halloween Horror Nights. All the animals are very tired. <laughs> <laughs> or it's creepier animal it's like nocturnal animals mm-hmm. oh yeah sure. and they don't shoo the like the the little poodle in the bra away immediately like that's the whole that's the beginning of the show all the animals are in human underwear yeah yeah it's a it's a it's a sultry show and they just <laughs> unleash raccoons into the audience <laughs> <laughs> the rube goldberg-esque opening where like one hits and one lever and one does this 
is all yeah ends with a barrage of raccoons aimed directly at the audience <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. somewhere in the rube goldberg a bunch of like there's a confetti but you don't realize that the confetti is pepperoni and it's like <laughs> oh. sprayed all over the audience and like but right when you realize it when you pick one up hey is this oh god and then raccoons are coming at you yeah too late to do anything about it too late <laughs> so yeah they're not you be careful of the midnight show folks it feels like these are gonna be here for long like it feels like there's so much momentum why would they get rid of these shows yeah i think so and they you know like like you said people still laugh at this stuff there's always new movies they can uh cross promote with we shove clips of secret life of pets into it or you know they they actually they actually have the animals from recent movies now this is i always had this question about it um when they say it's Lassie, when they say it's Beethoven, whatever they were doing at the time, is this just the... I certainly took it on faith as a kid that that is the real right. sitting Lassie. <laughs> I, knew they didn't, I knew it wasn't the one from the 50s right. opening that I'd see on syndicated TV, but it's the, 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 the current uh, owner of the Lassie throne. Yeah. Um, but, like, is it just... We're just talking the same breed right there's no especially in florida they're not flying lassie down i would think so i mean the one i watched the one from a couple years ago and they they said this was the bird from ace ventura Hmm. but that's not and i was like is that yeah and then they also the the hawk from 310 to yuma the hawk from 310 (laughs) to yuma is a great yeah let's talk about some of these credits i'm just well i'm hold on so yeah we're just i'm just trying to figure out yeah are they just saying it's the same type of animal and they're just lying to us oh i see what you're saying well i think bird some birds can live very long sure yes that's true so maybe it is yeah yeah but there was one oh another one was um the pug rick the pug from men in black right men in black 2 uh, is what they say specifically they they isn't that character in more than one or maybe yeah yeah oh, oh, it's in, it gets an yeah, expanded all of them in, in two he's in all of them yeah um so but that camp that's a that's from 2002 there's no way that um there's no way that it would be the same pug and there's no way that in 2021 the walkout music would still be nod your head black suits coming and yet <laughs> <laughs> what is the walkout to? But not your head, Lexus is coming. coming. I mean, that's great. I, I Jason watched, getting pumped up. I love it. I watched one of them where uh, the pug. First off, if you stick a little black black suit on a pu- any pug, it's going to look like Frank from Men in Black. And I think that's what I saw. Like they did kind of the uh madcap ending where like the animals are crisscrossing the stage, and the trainer comes out with just a pug in a black suit running by her who jumps up on the one platform. She goes, thanks for coming, and just doesn't really acknowledge him, and he just, like, hops up and sort of, like, smiles at the crowd. I don't know why I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> but are you happy? I ran from backstage to my little mark here. <laughs> Very impressive, some of these dogs hitting their marks. Very good. Better yeah. than some actors I've met. <laughs> Better than me. Honestly. <laughs> Jason, just hire not- Jason to do a dialogue scene, but don't make him run into it. You're going to shoot right past that camera. Clear, and they'll put a piece of tape down and then take it away if they do a wide shot. And I don't know if I'm supposed to go back. Yeah, if the tape is gone, how do you know where to go? I don't think you know communication well Mm -hmm. if you're gonna put then if you're if you put Jason in something do it like in the show where like there's a little stack of rocks and that's where you little stack of rocks pepperoni (laughs) behind the camera (laughs) or to the side of the camera so I don't look at the camera (laughs) pepperoni and a dollar bill (laughs) pepperoni a dollar that's all Jason needs to work (laughs) 
<laughs> they tried to do a 20, but I kept fainting from excitement. So. <laughs> the smelling salts. When you see the 20, you see the 20 again and you pass out. We lost our sunlight. Shit. It's lower money this next time. Um, um, real quick, can I can I just shout out some uh, f- of my favorite animal actors? Please, yeah, <laughs> great. Uh, Crystal the monkey, who was in Doctor Doolittle and Night at the Museum. Mm. Do you remember that? Uh, and and all the other roles. Well, Community. I this is what I like. I like animal actors that have multiple roles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Like Bart the Bear. Yes, exactly. Bear from the edge. Uh, Moose was the dog on Frasier, but also in My Dog Skip. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. You're just saying these weren't necessarily in the show. You're saying these are just no. These are just in general. I you, just this is just a oh, fun esteemed animal actor who some of which could have been in the show. I well, feel like they got prominent. Uh, right. What else are they going to do? I didn't realize this. And again, I they could be lying to me, and who knows? The dog common on Full House was also Air Bud. What? Wow. Oh. That makes sense. Yeah. Wow. That really blew my mind. Jeez, that's a major, uh, major talent. Bart the Bears. You're t- you just said Bart, right? Yeah. Was in White Fang and The Edge. Wow. And uh, a movie called The Bear. I don't even know what that is. Hmm. Uh, but there was Bart. What if it was that bear in the? Have I ever talked about the Boy Meets World episode? I love where they uh, th- there's escalating pranks happening between the gang. Mm, uh, I don't think so. And and like there's. You know, there's one that's a little crazy, but then I, th- I believe it's Corey and Topanga and maybe Sean, and they realize that they're stuck to their chairs in a college lecture hall. Mm. And like, okay, so they glued us to our chairs, some prank, and then suddenly a bear shows up at the door, and they launch out of their chair. Oh, they get, they get honey dripped on them as well. Okay. Uh, so they know that bear's coming right for them. So they, they jump out of their chairs, some of their clothes rip off, and they dive out the window. And then there's a little sitcom spin around transition and it cuts to Mr. Feeney in extreme close-up and he says, a bear? (laughs) (laughs) It's my favorite moment of him, William Daniels. Uh Uh-huh. But then I'm running the math of like... Is that Bart? I I don't... It could have... I don't know. It could have been Bart. Uh, um, I just mainly am like... These college students uh, like got the college to agree to have a bear walking through the hall (laughs) for a prank? Yeah. That's pretty intense. Yeah, they meant, uh, they meant business with that prank. You got to find out who which bear that was. Um, but I wanted to also reveal here there was also Bart the Bear too. Whoa, like Gallagher. <laughs> yeah, Gallagher. Yeah, his brother that stole his name and worked as well, <laughs> fooling people. Uh, he was in Game of Thrones. He was in We Bought a Zoo. Wow. Into the Wild. Yeah. So so We Bought a Zoo would have been a big because like, Universal gets these kind of like. When they get a big multi-animal movie and they can plug it in this show, you can tell right. it's a groundswell of excitement. It's new blood into the animal actor show. Mm-hmm. They would have like freaked out if that was their movie, but I don't think it was. They're still banging the drum for Evan Almighty. <laughs> yes. So many of these. Yes, birds a lot of Evan Almighty. Almighty. <laughs> yeah. I know it was a Noah's Ark story. But man, those birds—they got a lot of the Evan Almighty birds. <laughs> you know, it's it's hard. You know, when you're working actor, and it's like, yeah, you know, my last credit was over ten years ago. So you're just like, you're hanging your hat on like, yeah, I was an Evan Almighty. Like this bird doesn't even look like their headshot anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Some reason. Birds gained so much weight. <laughs> Bailey was Bailey. The dog was in a dog's purpose. <laughs> Oh, wow. It's really weird that they mention a dog's purpose, right? Right, because that was on the Universal lot, that they got in trouble for making a dog 
go swim. in water. Wasn't yeah, yeah. In the water I don't tank? remember the specifics of it. Yeah, but... I, oh. I can't remember if it was exactly on the lot, but there was a thing where uh, the the dog was fine, but it was like oh, he did a lot of takes in a row of that dog swimming. Like, are you that dog was in that water for two? There was long. A, like a damning video. I think. Yeah. So right. yeah, I don't. I, I feel like maybe you leave a dog's purpose out. Are people that? Excited about a dog's purpose anyway? I don't know. Does America still have a dog's purpose fever? I don't know. <laughs> was there a sequel? Like, wasn't there a second one in the series? Was, was that the one where somehow, even though... Was that the Clint Eastwood racing movie? Or what was it, Clint Eastwood? You know what I'm talking about? Where the dog was like, I love to race. And he, dog, or no, it was the, Kevin Costner. Oh. What movie was that? We've talked know. about it on the show before. <laughs> was a dog. Kevin Costner is a dog who loves to race. That's all he I know about dog. it. I think he's the dog. <laughs> Voice... Costner, I'm Googling Kevin Costner racing dog movie hmm. and seeing what pops up What's here. What's that one weird talking cat movie? The Art Nine of Nine Lives? Nine Who is Lives in that? is the Spacey. <laughs> That's the oh, Spacey, yes. No. Yeah, screw that. <laughs> we said uh, his name, he's going to appear. The Art of Racing in the Rain is the movie I'm thinking of. What in the world? And Kevin Costner is the voice of the dog, Enzo. And I don't think this is related to a dog's purpose, but in my mind it is. The Art of Racing in the Rain is Kevin Costner talking, you know. Similar. Similar dog Similar. era movie. Uh, would you consider? Let me ask this real quick. Quick question: Would you consider Montecor of Siegfried and Roy Fama an animal actor? Um, yes, right. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Montecor's the the was the troublemaker. I think he was. Yeah, mm. I think so. Yeah. But all the all the like tigers in the show were actor like they were doing because it's kind of an animal actor. Stage, yeah. Siegfried and Roy is kind of an animal actor's thing. It's just a different context for the animals performing. Yeah. So they were jumping through little hoops and stuff and fire. I don't know. Fire. I've never seen the show. Mm -hmm. Uh, I have an answer. A dog's purpose. 2017. A dog's journey. 2019. Ah, okay. There you go. Sequel. These are based on very successful books, by the way. Right. right. That's why they, they happen. Right. We're going to gad in one of them, right? Oh, you got gad. (laughs) Oh, you You got got, gad. um, Dennis Quaid, Mark Helgenberger, Betty Gilpin, you know, was a name I said on the tram a lot because we passed by the CSI stages. So I remember when I was kind of like getting warmed up and, you know, doing my very enunciative tour guide voice that a good way to make sure that the pipes were polished mm-hmm. was uh, early in the tour. You get to say, and Marg Helgenberger. <laughs> I always knew, like, do I have it or not? How uh-huh. much gusto can I put into this Helgenberger? <laughs> Did you ever really like, what would, do you remember like ever like toying with like the lowest energy you could be? Um, just to see, like, if it, oh, not even happen. as an experiment. You mm. just had to <laughs> some days. Oh, okay, sure. If it was hot as hell. Yeah, no, I knew how minimal I could do. How much I like. How can I do it with almost all clips, mm-hmm. saying almost nothing, acknowledging the crowd very little? Mm-hmm. If I ever did, I ever like read a book while I was. <laughs> doing it mm-hmm. certainly text dude probably but they have everybody text <laughs> you could have booted yeah. up the kindle app it might have been too <laughs> too early on for that technology <laughs> i should have uh i could read people part of a story <laughs> I'd switch things up you sure. don't expect to hear chapter 13 of a franzen book yeah and you're out <laughs> looking at the the the, the spartacus square <laughs> Right. Oh, stay in your seats, folks. It's one of his famous uncomfortable sex scenes coming up. <laughs> Glad you knew something about friends, and I have no more to say. As if there's no further that reference could go with me. I know they're very thick, and I somehow acquired a copy of the corrections years ago, and it is sat in a box. Like I've not read it, <laughs> but I know a lot of his of facts about his weird like 
dealings and stuff. Oh man, mm-hmm. there's some sort of crazy like first person essay written uh, by I believe his partner. I don't know if it's his, his longtime girlfriend or wife. Uh, and I don't know if they're still together, but she doesn't name she names her journey as a writer, and then she meets someone who's a little more successful, and very slowly through it, I I didn't know who it was about, and I was like, oh my god, is it Franzen? And very quickly, like, oh my god, it's Franzen. <laughs> whoa, whoa! It's a thrilling, a little uh, like secret, like a, the primary colors of, or uh, you, you know who it's about. Uh, well, just the timing and the like, and then. His book was selected for Oprah's book club, but he didn't want that. And it's like, oh, no. Mm. What am I saying? Why am I going with Primary Colors? Such an old reference. It's it's really the, it's the all too well. It's, this is the Taylor Swift. We know who all too oh, well yeah. is about. Mm-hmm. That's right. right. Rat bastard. We know. We don't have to say it, but we know. Mm. <laughs> I won't even I won't say his name. I won't do it. Yeah, everybody did it. Taylor. Yeah. Yeah, the Hawk from 310 to Yuma is a great credit. Obviously, the Evan Almighty uh, credit comes up a number of times. Dog's Purpose. Lady Hawk. Do we remember Lady Hawk? I think I remember Lady Hawk. (laughs) That's an old movie. I'm like, I guess I know what Lady Hawk is. Oh, Safari, the one Hawk. Safari from The Mummy Returns. Wow. So I hawks can... must live a long time, God, I guess. I guess. So. Uh, yeah. Uh, let me look up hawk lifespan. Yeah. <laughs> is there, yeah. The like what span? What are all the spans? Hawk life. The average hawk's average lifespan is in the wild. In the wild is twenty years. So that's not crazy. That's not that long. Yeah, but Mummy Returns is too old. Yeah. Two thousand two. Yeah, to still be working in a twenty nineteen. An elderly hawk show. is being forced to work. <laughs> Maybe I'm reconsidering what we were talking about earlier Let in the them show. Retire, enjoy its uh, autumn years. <laughs> elderly animal actors really should be the name of the show if that's accurate. Uh, Dex from a blue buffalo commercial. When they name the commercials, that's very funny. Iris and Olympus, the owls, who were in Harry Potter. Bones, CSI, and a Geico commercial. <laughs> oh yes, uh, um, yeah. There's this. It's a big sequence in it now. Uh, the last time I saw it in person, where they take these giant owls around and just sort of like they don't really do tricks. You just get to see them. You feel the Harry Potter uh, uh, nature of them, the majestic nature of them, and the music is very magical. And they just are sort of walked up and down the aisles. Yes, they're very regal-looking owls. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, is this maybe a good time to tell the story of my oh, most yeah. recent visits to this show? Please, sure. it involves uh, it involves the hawks and the owls. Okay. Um, you know, the story really is not just about seeing the show; it's about uh, taking my son to. Uh, Universal for the first time. Um, so I had him uh, solo. Uh, uh, mom was away, so I wanted to like let's fill up the morning. Let's do something big and fun. I've been wanting to, wanting to take him up there, and we did it. Uh, pretty successful in general. Now I've done it, but this this was I think back in August, um, and I, now I've done it a number of times. He really likes it. He loves all the big Universal attractions like. Uh, the hundred empty chairs that he can push around, right. nice. unthemed umbrellas that he uh-huh. can point at, um, the unthemed stanchions in the corner of Harry uh-huh. Potter land that don't even like look like an owl or something. It's uh-huh. just regular like line separators that he just uh, pushes around. I could not 
tear him away from those. Mm-hmm. He's just ignoring, like, like look, it's like snow-capped. Uh, there's a train over that doesn't care, shaking uh, <laughs> the line dividers around. Uh, uh, I've really enjoyed. I, I, I've liked taking him up there f- due to the lack of pressure. I like Universal, uh, but it's you know, it's not like Disney where, like, all right, now, son, yeah. this is important. This is Walt. This is you must right. appreciate this. <laughs> there's the Universal lamp. All bets are off. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah, all right, look at the lamp, look at the, the I, I know you don't know the word lamp, but you're going to stare at that thing, because mm-hmm. that represents the soul of the finest man who ever was. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, so anyways, yeah, you could, you know, it's a little sillier, I've, I've had a lot of fun, and I, so I'm feeling really good, like, I, all right, this is a successful, just dad and son trip up to a, to a theme park. We're having a blast. I got I to gotta get lunch in him soon, but not yet. Well, you know what's starting? Look what I'm passing by right now is the, is the animal actor show. And at this point in time, one of his favorite activities was pointing at a bird and saying, buh. So I figure, well, this is a great opportunity to point at birds and say, buh, this happens. Uh, There's a number of opportunities in the show. Um, So I'm like, well, this is a little riskier because at this point in time, he's 16 months old, Mm -hmm. I I think. And just any parents out there, picture your current 16-month-old or what your child was like at 16-month-old. These sitting still abilities are probably not the greatest. But I think, you know what? Any amount of this that he gets through is great. It's uh, it's it, it's fine, and we'll just go in the back so that we can leave quietly, and it won't be a problem because you sort of like enter through, like under the the bleachers, basically. Yeah. But we can just run out the back, and it'll be fine. So we sit in the very back row. Um, He's having fun. He's dancing around. He's ready for the show. Um, And then the show is about to begin, and a Universal employee very kindly uh, points down to the bottom, just like down there. And I'm like, oh, yeah, wait, I guess so. There are a lot much closer seats. I shouldn't make him be in the back. He Mm -hmm. should be up where the action is. That's great. So we get down there. I take all my stuff. I get him down there. And then I realize, well, I have lost the escape ability, but that's okay. This, This should still be fine i think he's probably he's in a great mood this is gonna go fine uh then I, there is an announcement like the show is about to begin announcement where they say uh for the safety and comfort of our performers and our animals uh, please remain seated at all times oh and yes. i think well shouldn't be a problem he's excited to be here i can't imagine that he will start acting up at the precise second that the big dangerous birds oh, uh, no. start flying right over the audience he took him <laughs> um, the hawk took him <laughs> and that's, that's the story i know i've told <laughs> recent <laughs> stories about my son but they're all made up he's been in the land of the hawks for you, god knows how long you had you he the hawk took him then you stood up and another hawk took you to follow and chase after him get him that's why you want to know be- where he lives you bastards work together take me to the mother nest yeah so after a thrilling sky adventure uh no it's just you know hey look i think i just spoiled what the story is he's enjoying the basic things those little animal hijinks you know the animals yeah. are getting yep. ready for the show that's all great he kind of points at stuff uh, but then 
bird stuff starts happening. And, and of course, for the first time ever, he doesn't care about birds. At the precise moment <laughs> that there are exciting birds in front of him, he's chosen now to not give a shit. He is much more interested in the bleachers and the bleachers that are next to me that are the aisle. And he really starts running around, reaching for other mm. people's bags, yelling, ba ba ba. I'm very lucky, by the way, that when he freaks out, it's not like whiny. Bleh. Like, he's really cute even in that. Yeah. But this is yeah. still... The, the wrong thing to be doing. Yeah. Um, and then I haven't seen the show recently, so I don't know about the owl parade. I don't know. Oh, that, yeah, like, the Harry Potter owls. in the aisles, and then that they're about to do a, a march. Oh, no, yeah. Procession, <laughs> where they, by the way, are wearing the, like, falconer's gloves. Right. Yes. So you know that these birds mean business if they have the... The gloves that you can't get through right. because the talons could do some damage. So I'm like, I gotta yank him out of the aisles in time for the owl parade. And still, he's just making a big fuss. I'm like, this is not good for the owls. This is not good for him or me or for the audience or the host up there. This is gonna start getting real bad. I gotta get out of here. It's time to get out of here. So I grab my bag and kind of like yank him. And then I, I run down the nearest aisle that I can see. And I immediately see a big rope and then. Right after that, the employee who kindly pointed to my new seat in the front goes, no, 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 stop, 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 don't stop. And I'm just frozen and like, oh, okay. And am I going to start getting the attention of the rest of the audience? Hopefully not. And I'm just like, what do I do? Do I go back to my seat? Just I'm just pointing frantically. Where can I go then? And uh, and then she's like with a deep, annoyed breath, like, under, okay, go. And so somebody lifts the rope for me and I kind of barrel out of there. I'm like, so now I'm moving with a pace because I'm stressed out because uh, we've gotten attention. He's going a little crazy. So I'm like going fast. And then another person stops me. So now we're like under where the bleachers and where the audience enters. And uh, with the speed that I'm moving, somebody puts out their hand, no, stop. And I freeze in my tracks. And then, and then like, I'm given just hand signals that are like, calm, we have to be calm. And that is because I am now in this little confined dark space under the bleachers that are uh, my my baby and me and the universal employee and the owls. <laughs> and we are now direct, right in front of the owls. Oh it my is God. only us. So we are staring right at the owls. Now he cares about the owls because they're very close close to him uh now he's pointing yes very good those are owls i am also noticing because i'm holding him and the owls are also kind of being held on the arms that uh with their relatively similar heights the owls are much bigger than my son oh <laughs> man like yeah. way more and there's two of them this fight does not go well oh my god if, fight, if a fight goes down so everybody just tries to convey calm and it's this little like you know, they're waiting for another animal thing to happen and keep the owls calm so that they can be returned to the wherever the owls go. So keep them calm. Babies should not be charging right into the owls. But everybody gets on the same page. We're all looking at each other. I apologize profusely as much as I can, as quietly as I can. And we're all just waiting. Tension, please, owls, don't hurt my son. Okay, you may go. The owls go, and now I sprint the hell out of there. Oh, my God. I don't want to be seen at the animal actor stage again. Um, Dad's trip to the to the theme park, which is supposed to be triumphant, now almost ended in a uh, an owl 
turf war. Wow. <laughs> well, I got a couple of things. First off, yeah. when your your son is older, mm-hmm. um, he is at like twelve or thirteen, gonna go like, "Hey, I had a dream last. Did I meet an owl when I was younger?" <laughs> Not that it'll be negative. It'll just resurface like the image of like waving to a couple owls. <laughs> did yeah. I did I do a seven minutes in heaven with two owls bigger <laughs> than me? <laughs> That's yeah. nice. I mean, as long as it's not like a Val Kilmer Batman Forever deleted scene with a giant bat and he's oh, got like a man. giant owl in his oh, mind. Oh, yeah. And then he decides to take on the form of the owl to fight oh, crime. Oh, jeez. This is his origin story to become Owl Man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We've perfectly said Yeah. <laughs> all right. So if, all right, <laughs> listeners, if you're hearing this in the year, well, he's got to be old enough to, you know, so in the 2030s sometime, probably you see a suited owl guy running through the shadows could be my son <laughs> yeah the other thing is that this must be what they have hit upon as like this is the best option to take the owls up the aisles back here for a second and then back to do they live in a rookery is that where owls live? <laughs> i but um, Your confidence makes me think yes uh so it it uh because you can't be the first parent who's like i gotta get I gotta get this one out of here. Oh, yeah. You know, I think this must happen every show, right? Every show. And I I feel like there there should be an <laughs> announcement of like, e- okay, there's one moment. Uh, okay, don't move during this one part. For the other times, the door is here. If you have to scoot away, the door is here. <laughs> and just watch that's for a flying common, birds. That's a, I mean, it happens in theaters where it's easy, like in whatever, Muppet Vision or... yeah. Or anything like uh, Philhar Magic, where they say, or the Captain Neo Theater, where they're like, "Yeah, this is where you leave." Yeah, if some if you need to leave oh, yeah. before the show's over, and obviously that's a simple, that's a smaller place, but it, yeah, they really should. If there's a chance that you're gonna run headfirst into owls, <laughs> you should know. Well, boy, do I appreciate you putting any of the blame not on me for this situation <laughs> where suddenly yeah. my son is face to face with owls that could uh, yeah demolish. You didn't run on st- you didn't run on stage. No, and you didn't get <laughs> caught in the moment where the audience gets like buzzed by like a flock of a flock of birds fly still probably like six feet ten feet above the audience. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you get that little surprise. Yeah, they all fly out of that little door. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm just like. You know, it. I, I felt very like Homer taking care of Maggie for the weekend loses Maggie. <laughs> uh, is, is Maggie uh, under the house? Uh, <laughs> I uh, just very happy to like have mom return home and uh, the son yeah. was not <laughs> reclaimed by <laughs> taken by owls in the the one day that I had him. How was your day, Scott? No owls. No, Al's Aaron. Oh, fine. Alice. Alice, Alice is how the day went for oh, me. Okay. What did you say? <laughs> Alice? Yes, Alice. Alice. Normal owl business. <laughs> All these questions. Who, who? Why do you keep <laughs> saying who? Stop, stop grilling me. What is this? Song? Is this? What, what band is this? Owl City? <laughs> the never, world may you never, never listen to Owl City. Uh, three licks, but the world may never know. <laughs> when can we do this? When can we do this again? When can we do this again? Why can we do this again? Do this again? Who wants to know? I've always liked this band. What are you talking about? Big authentic band. 
Fireflies. <laughs> Always eat Tootsie Pops and you didn't listen to Owl City. <laughs> uh, so I, I made it. Narrow, Man, narrow escape. Uh, uh, you know, I will I go to the show again? Sure. But yeah. at a, a more appropriate age. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, wow. I'm still fond of it. I'm fond of the gay. If we missed anything in terms of like the well, little the little fun moments. Yeah, I mean, the, the, we I mean, we talked a little bit about it. There's a whole long, like, kind of sort of ramp up to the show where they're doing a lot of like uh, show busy things, like so and so to the set, or oh yeah, people, get into wardrobe, yeah, uh, like all the Hollywood stuff you would imagine you hear on a set, and then it's like oh, so and so's mocha latte, and then it's like an animal walks around, and that's like a fun little bit they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not you're not going to see a dog or a cat with uh, like a latte in their hand. Mm. Um, but yeah, there, there's a whole, it feels long also. It feels like it's three to five minutes. Maybe well, it's because, not. Because, uh, well, A, it's a very long time to be listening to a techno remix of the Pink Panther well, theme. Well, uh, that's also a good point as <laughs> well. It makes time stretch. Is that the same? Has that always been the case? I don't know. Because uh, the five-year-ago one was the Pink Panther theme. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, well, I, I saw that a year ago. So, uh, I don't know. At least... It, uh, when did techno get popular early 90s then universal probably adopted it circa 2007 <laughs> right <laughs> yeah um but yeah that makes it last a while and then also it, this is true of the uh, jason you described the sort of like everything goes haywire at the end in i think in any video you pull up you end up with the awkward moment where the animal's not quite doing the thing and maybe they like i was yeah. watching a little yeah. dog try to like grab a little sign connector rope uh, with its mouth like yeah. i think like seven attempts were made still stays eager keeps trying i'm gonna get it audience starts to cheer him up but i like what that does for the pace where you're just like boy this is we this is basically a sequence that has five actions yeah it is taking seven minutes right yeah and it, i have seen it work i have seen every it work every you know mm-hmm. every animal hit their mark perfectly but yes a lot of recorded ones by chance are the ones where it's like oh he missed <laughs> oh the handlers aren't you see an arm like no go back do it again do it again it's okay <laughs> yeah it's uh it's not the most precise thing um I was going to say, this is really where, like, it would be, it would benefit them to have puppets and stuff. I guess maybe I'm getting ahead of myself here is that I really just want all the animals replaced by puppets and, like, robots. I don't want real animals anymore. Mm -hmm. But, you know, if we're going to do the bit with Hollywood and animals and stuff, I want, like, a puppet drinking a latte and a cat puppet drinking a latte. I think that's better for me, at least, as a viewer. Mm-hmm. I'll go back to that show a lot more if it's a puppet drinking coffee. Realistic puppet. Nah, not even realistic. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, it could be. Oh, geez. And this is really easy for him. Yeah. But I get it why an average person might want to see this. Um, but yeah, uh, that's that's my, that's my personal preference. But yeah, the start of the show is a, there's a lot of uh, fun showbiz nonsense. But yes, uh, what do you think the hit rate is? 50% perform? performing like well or performing the task at hand oh i think a little higher i mean 75 five shows a day yeah maybe 75 yeah okay but it's but they boy time has done a number to that 
see like all the little Hollywood in jokes because you know you end up with like uh, like all right where's the where's the champ Mr. Ratner's waiting yeah. for you <laughs> <laughs> hey your co-star Mr. Spacey <laughs> has been on set for 15 minutes um, there are moments I mentioned evergreen moments earlier um, the the one bit where they bring out two dogs and the one does the obstacle course again hit rate not 100 percent pretty high 75 80 but then the other dog is trained to make it look like he's peeing on the kid volunteer right and that always gets a big oh laugh. yeah that's right. fine yes 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 but the oh. dog doesn't pee he doesn't pee no <laughs> he's he trained to lift a leg and the That's universal pretty, symbol that has to have gone wrong once surely <laughs> yes the, if the leg is up like the, the dog is gonna want to do its favorite thing once in a while if it's got a yeah. full bladder also the one who completes the obstacle course surely has at times gotten so excited it just starts peeing <laughs> like <laughs> you never know with dogs sometimes they yeah. because they're scared sometimes they're cold sometimes they have to go and sometimes they're just excited and don't know what else to do there's yeah. 300 people looking at me i, I gotta show them something check this out gang <laughs> look what i can do oh i have one talent yeah that's again that's where puppets would come in handy <laughs> Then the pee blast could be purposefully yeah. massive. And not it's pee, something safe. Water. Like, uh-huh. Or that it can be that wine that the Beatles drink and get back, which looks like urine. Yes, that's <laughs> Notice true. Notice this. The, it either looks really uriny or really bright green. I'm always like, what is this beetle wine? Yeah, the beetle wine, I do know. Yeah, it looks gross. I mean, they're drinking just 24 so 7 smoking 24 7 mm-hmm. from morning to night i feel very validated as a white wine aficionado that it, it yeah. white wine fuels uh <laughs> some of the finest work of the century right so yeah no i they is what's grosser beetle wine or dog piss? <laughs> <laughs> so get a, get just yeah you could blast a get a full hose of that wine and uh beetle. shoot it at a kid <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, there's just got to be videos of the dog peeing at yeah, the Animal yeah, Actors show. Yeah. Yeah. If anyone knows of a video of these, this show going awry in a fun, safe way. Oh, well, there was video uh, from a couple of years ago where one of the dogs, in kind of a mad, real madcap way, uh, one of the dogs got out. Oh, got it? Yeah, yeah. And yeah, was, was running, running around, around by the, the, uh, the horror makeup show. And they were like, oh, come here. Come here. And like, guests are trying to help. And it looks very cute. I mean, yeah. it looks very harmless. That's and, fun for everyone. Yeah. Um, oh, you know what's... A f- Here's a little like... Uh, dog hijinks thing. We were talking about this a while back, but the the you know the bit where they bring up a kid, will you uh, whisper an item of clothing to the dog? He'll go get it, and it ends up in the in the bra and the towel and all that. Um, now there's like. I might have learned this when I was a tour guide because I think there was they, there was a day where like well go do everything at Universal and I think along the, we saw the show and then people were asking like well how does this thing work because the aim is that the the dog the first time I'm gonna ruin the magic trick by the way magic exposed um, the dog goes and uh, gets a hat no matter mm-hmm. what the kid says. And sometimes now they, they if if 
they can play it off as a mistake if the dog doesn't get the hat. But the aim is that the the kid does say hat, and then the dog goes and gets a hat, and everybody's like, "Wow, he actually this works." The, the like the dog yes. understood and got a hat. And somebody asked, "Well, how does how do they do that?" And like, well, it's a little like it's it's a cue. If you listen closely, they say hat. It's like the last thing that's said, so that the kid thinks yes. there's a little kid training situation. Oh, right. Uh, <laughs> so they say hat because they've heard hat. Right. And I was curious how this worked in practice. And in the, the video that I watched of a recent show, um, the trainer is is explaining all this. Like, okay, we've got our donk here, and you can uh, say any item of clothing. Hats, shirts, shoes, pants, hats, anything. Hats is twice nice. on the list. That's a real Dale mm-hmm. Carnegie how to make friends and influence people like mind trick. <laughs> like you, like, your brain. If you want to show someone you're listening, you repeat like, a handful of the words they just said to you like you if they ask a question you put a bunch of the question in your answer Mm. and then they go like oh wow he really took the initiative like he just said words back at me yeah but that's why if a if they if a trainer worked there and really needed to make it work then they could just like anything you want hat shirt hat hoodie hat glasses hat watch hat hat Hat, hat, shoe, hat. <laughs> that feels like any item of clothing. If you wrote with that, the audience is going to laugh. If you say a nut hat enough times, oh, that's true. That's a good joke. Oh, I mean, that's yeah. I, maybe that's yeah. what I would do if I was there. That's. I feel like I had my tour guide jokes. I was trying to like let you in a little bit, like you right. know, like yeah. well, I'm, I'll, I'll expose the artifice, but not too much. It's still not uh, too much because this show, friendly. the outline of the show, has a lot of madcap stuff. They have stuff going wrong. They they've built themselves some wiggle room of like well if the animal really does like lie down and just want to go to sleep i mean there's play dead there's a there's a big play dead sequence sometimes oh yeah yeah, yeah. uh-huh um is it that the trainer keeps like looking up uh like the, do they they're pretending they think the animal actually died but then it's like the animal yeah, keeps the dog moving keeps right when up, like and panting and they're like no lie down when like, the person oh right, yeah right, okay okay yeah that's cute this yeah. is pretty cute this is one of the cuter things i think sure in, in a theme yeah. park setting um yeah it's a little bit bits that you, work for everybody except could, for 16 month olds this is what I yeah mean. well you could have when he's when he's older you could actually have him sabotage it you can get him up there and tell him like don't say hat whatever <laughs> they say say like shoes say bra say, <laughs> say bra. bra oh that would be the yes <laughs> you ruin the show you'd wreck the show say the whole bra. thing would get shut down they'd like shut the thing down immediately and don't and you have to yell it because if it's just a whisper then the audience won't know but like yeah maybe even don't even let the question get out just get up there and scream the word bra as soon as you get on stage mm-hmm. <laughs> all right well we'll have fun this is a future mm-hmm. father-son fun <laughs> outing uh um but uh, I don't know what else about this thing. Uh, um, I mean, it's 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 a blast. It's a well, lot of fun. The, we haven't mentioned the, the when it was used. The, it was a real working production studio location. Yes, yes, that's right. Mm-hmm. Um, well, so the Florida one, um, the, you know, the set's a little nondescript in Hollywood. It's like kind of you know beige and flats and soundstage walls. And they, I really like how this. This to me was always like, oh, this is a way that they've they've plussed up everything like they've gone more epic in Orlando that the set still is this amazing jungle ruins environment with these big statues and mm-hmm. a lagoon and mm-hmm. uh, and you know water slide that animals could go down um, but i assume you're talking about that this was 
the set for several years worth of the ABC show Animal or Animals, Animals Funniest America's Funniest People. Yes, correct. Which yeah. I remember very excitedly watching. I feel like before Sunday night was Simpsons night for me to watch. I loved America's Funniest Home Videos. And then when you have a spinoff, America's Funniest People, mm-hmm. hosted but, by fellow Full House star Dave Coulier. Another Full Houser, yes. And as a little kid, I had been to Universal Florida, saw the show. So when he was standing there, I was like, that's the animal actor. Sta-. Like, I, <laughs> I, like, I was oh, looking at yeah. the time. Once upon a time in Hollywood, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, did I see the show and then got excited when I went to see the theme park? And I was like, oh, no, the timing would have worked out that I definitely would have been to the theme park first and oh. then saw the seasons where they shot on this stage. Because they and, switched it later. It was the second half. It was the yeah. Tawny Katane era because there was another host, another co-host first. Mm-hmm. They let go and then like, we're coming back big for season three or whatever. It's Orlando and it's Tawny. <laughs> yeah. right. all new. This is all new America's Funniest Retooled, people. Retooled, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I mean, I bought all hook, line, and sinker as a kid that like Orlando, some stuff is filmed in Hollywood, but a lot of stuff is filmed in Orlando. <laughs> Universal Studios Florida and MGM Studios, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They really needed to create the impression in the early 90s. A lot's happening here. You're going to mm. want it as a, if you're in the business, you're going to want to come shoot here. And if you're not, you're going to want to come see how we shoot stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It worked on children and it drove a uh, production member uh, production managers and second assistant directors out of their minds because they're like we have to stop shooting uh, monsoon like rains have come in <laughs> oh yeah right yeah oh, that's not it doesn't work for uh, many months of the year yeah um, weird show I, I'm shocked that you liked the show I the show is like such a faint memory dude did you watch this Mike the cool yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. oh yeah I, I have this more strong, famous than I remember I mean obviously it was I have big a pretty strong time but memory of it yeah I would watch it a lot and I liked that it. it was I may have liked it better than America's Funny Stone videos oh, really because the idea if you don't know was like it still hosts doing a lot of like little little fancy bits and then like uh, watch this and then yeah. and then it's not home videos but rather like it's not people falling down or getting hurt or whatever it's people like purposefully being funny doing a yeah. weird th- like making a, w- a weird face or uh, a, a talent that their uh, butt yeah. has or something right when you describe it like that it sounds worse than the yes. original and yeah, it probably yeah, yeah, is because right? mm-hmm. yeah. we because you do i used to feel like i feel like maybe it was my mom or some parent who was like i don't like the videos where they're trying i like the accidents <laughs> that's a smart distinction to make not that it was mm-hmm. like accidents like somebody got really hurt but oh you know a funny thing you slipped a little bit or whatever and yeah. not the like on purpose videos seem always seemed less funny yeah. Than the accidents. Um, but my memory, maybe it was just because I liked Coulier. I was into Dave Coulier at the time. Helps. He gets to do his voices. Yeah. Little in little bits. He's the voice of the jackalope. Of course, Weird the jackalope. With it, his stars in a lot of odd little short films. Uh-huh. Um, I yeah, I guess I liked this, but it's the ultimate like, boy, do we like this because it was on, or did we? How, well, how we many things like did we it? just like because it was on? Yeah, yeah of course, maybe all so things many is things. The answer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I, you know, I found an episode of it, and just the sweeping shot of Universal Florida 
helicopter shots, searchlights are going. The original gate, I think I liked the the original gate more than the yeah. current one. Oh, right. It's a little more uh, beige. I like the severe white one. Yeah. Ernie Anderson, Paul Thomas Anderson's dad, the voice of ABC and the announcer of the show. It's just like... Goulardi. Goulardi. <laughs> uh, yeah, kids horror shows, the host Goulardi, or local, maybe not kids, local. Yeah, yeah, um, local. I, uh, yeah, that's magic. That, that park, overheads of that park... It's there is a uh, stand up special that I found in some obscure streaming service. A stand up special of Michael Winslow, the voiceover, mm-hmm. or the voice effects guy from Police Academy. Yeah, that is shot maybe with the same footage, helicopter footage. You know, and it still it gets to me every time. <laughs> I'm like, boy, oh, they're taking me to the, yeah. the ultimate place, the ultimate destination for fun. Yeah. I wonder if you could, there's no way to ever really do a study. Oh, I guess you could do it with kids, like show them a clip of like that type of like marketing and then show them like whatever, how universal markets now mm-hmm. and see, cause it does feel like there's something extra exciting about that era of marketing, but also I was six, seven. So it's yes. impossible to really know if truly landed harder. this is the most dynamic way you could market a theme park to people or it just felt like that at the time. Yeah. I mean, I, if I flip over to Nickelodeon nowadays, some of the marketing is still pretty similar. Some of the aesthetics, some of the marketing, is sure, pretty and similar. commercials are kids' commercials are very similar. Kids' commercials are shockingly similar. Yeah, and, and cereal commercials, and yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I can't unsee the Universal the promo that was on the Back to the Future Three VHS, where it's just the word Universal going by slowly, and in every letter, there's a different universal mm. ride yes it's still like like i have i get like a pit in my stomach <laughs> when i see it like yeah though I'm, I'm afraid of what's down there but i know i have to go tackle it <laughs> um does that make sense like I, yeah I, it was that it just felt like are you up for the challenge can you this is <laughs> the, this it's the jetsons in the letter a can you <laughs> You think uh-huh. you can handle being there in person? This you're is like, you're gonna be yeah. Wise, brave Al going like, I have to rise to the challenge. I gotta get that kid. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta scoop up that weakly little kid. If he ever comes back here, <laughs> I'm remembering this face as opposed to any other 16 month old's face because <laughs> I will eat the face. This is I was just gonna say this is a this is you in the retirement home. Like kind of your brain is just slowly going, but like they just have like a loop, this tape on a loop to calm you down <laughs> yes. when you lose, when you get oh. started getting riled up and they're like, just wheel Mr. Gardner into the room and play him the universal tape from 1991. That is what I want. You know, I'll, I'll get my wishes out right now. I want that slow universal word going by and then the logo forming. And I want um, the general cinema's space candy <laughs> opening. Yeah. Just yeah. those those things over and over again. Yeah. And yeah. I'll, I'll be a very happy, uh, <laughs> mentally collapsing man. He's freaking Might out. in a couple of years. <laughs> so I don't know. I thought you were going a much darker direction oh, okay. where the, the orderly would... Like the Irishman would be like, all those rides are gone, Scott. No one, <laughs> no one cares. No one's gonna hurt you. It's all, it's all gone. Yeah, no, that it's well, like Coco. There's a like, there's a land of the dead for rides, and as soon as the last person doesn't remember the ride anymore, like you can still go all of them, and they're all made of bones. But they, as soon as the last person remembers the ride, it, 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 they all go to dust. They're like, uh, they're like force ghost 
of the rides. Yeah. So like you see like a blue outline of the Back to the Future ride. And you like wave at it. <laughs> you wave at all the rides and logos and like fonts, the fonts that are gone that are now in blue force ghost form. <laughs> oh, he's waving to the ghosts again. Mr. Gardner is waving to the ghosts again. He, he thinks sees. he sees the Battle for Galactica attraction that was in the spot <laughs> that the Back to the Future ride was built oh, in. Just he's calm now, though. Let him go. Let him believe. The last it. person on Earth who knows or well, people know what it is he's the last person who cares that's yeah. the rules of the bone of bone universal studios <laughs> um well peaceful. it's peaceful though yeah yeah but that's what you know we help people remember with this podcast mm-hmm. we collect these memories we tell you about them so that we make you as crazy yeah. as us dave coulier was eric tony contain something called a jackalope you're do, you're doing an impression of anybody describing an episode of this podcast to their significant other who doesn't listen to the <laughs> yeah. podcast. <laughs> There's a lot of get back stuff. Yeah, uh, a lot of get back. So the Irishman came up at the very. Remember the Irishman? <laughs> Are you on episode two of, of get, get Back? I'm in the middle of two. Currently. Okay, so you've got the camp. You've seen the cameo already. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Is that a, spo- a spoiler? <laughs> Maybe <laughs> this thing that happened in 1969. That's similar to. <laughs> yeah, that's similar to like Nick Fury showing up or something in the middle of a Marvel movie at this point. Yeah, but if Nick Fury showed up, looked around the room, and was like, "I don't think I want to." Yeah, I, I think I don't think I'm on the same wavelength as these Avengers. <laughs> uh, wait, are you? Wait, are we talking about the same cameo? There's many cameos in Get Back. <laughs> I'm talking about the actor who walks. No, in the room. no, I'm talking about uh, uh, the musician. Um, I don't, maybe I don't know. Oh well, I don't know. I don't want to ruin it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, a lot of work to hide the identity of like a member of the Wrecking Crew or Harry Nielsen or something. <laughs> you don't just mean Billy Preston, do you? No, no. Okay. I mean, then I don't know. Yeah, I don't know who's coming. Oh wow. Okay. Are okay. They ta- All right, folks. Well, in that case, check out Get Back on Disney Plus <laughs> if you want to know who walks into the room. Uh, the cigarette and wine laden room. Uh, yeah. But as for us, you survived podcast the ride, um, and that was a blast. Nice memories of decades old jokes. Um, if you are a fan of Dave Coulier, you might want to return next week uh, for next week's episode. Yeah, right. They might factor oh, yeah. in again. Uh, you can find us on the socials at Podcast the Ride. Uh, merch is available in our T Public store. Jason, what do you want to say about the merch? You got to order. If you're oh, ordering for yeah. Christmas, well, there's shipping delays soon. everywhere. We already got like a message from T Public. Biden of, fucked like, up. Biden uh, is the, the crates. He's not letting the shirts out. Our shirts are so all on the podcast. The ride crates. shirts They're are on the crates. Ever given and and Biden's. <laughs> he just won't stop talking about how his dad knew how to drive a car. But it's like you got to dock the ship, Joe. <laughs> we need those shirts. Yeah, we're trying to get them out. Podcast the ride shirts. They're all on the shipping, but we got to move them. We got to get them into the mainland. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, for Christmas. I need to be there for Christmas. <laughs> Under the tree. Under the tree. We gotta give Santa room to land. <laughs> Get the planes out of the sky. Give Put Santa room. We're landing ch- all the planes. Give Santa free air. Drop the shirts from the plane in the chimney. <laughs> <laughs> the shirts need to go in the chimney. <laughs> Drop a launch queen and a no launch queen. Get you don't both. know who lives there. Get both shirts. Get put both them in the shirts. chimney from the plane. Every type of shirt. Sam's going to throw the shirts in the chimney, folks. <laughs> Our friends around the world, the European vacation shirts. Our friends around the world. Oh, remember the good saga. 
It was another oh, saga. So many great sagas. Shorter though. <laughs> another shorter. An shorter saga. They're doing, they're jam- they're doing Jamber Week, folks. We're going to talk about Zeke and Zeb. <laughs> 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 Tennessee and Corn Pop. <laughs> All the country bears. Driving a car. They drove too. They drove cars. <laughs> and for three bonus episodes every month, check out Podcast the Ride the Second Gate at patreon.com slash podcast the ride, where we just discussed the Minch on a Bench of Verse with our friend yeah. Evan Susser. That's a really mm-hmm. fun one. Check it. Patreon, out. that makes a great last minute. That you can do day of. That you can do on the, on Christmas. On the last night of Hanukkah. Jason's going full QVC now. Yeah, really. (laughs) And for the low price of $5 a month. Those, yeah, you can't, there's no Patreon subscription stuck at a port. That's right. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) When it's in the cloud, no, there's nothing stop. Yeah, the cloud is fine. There's no, nothing holding the cloud back. That's right. Yeah, give a gift. Give your loved one a gift from the cloud. Reach into the cloud and grab a handful of us. We got to move the stuff from the water into the cloud. <laughs> Why aren't we using cloud more? Why don't we put it up in the cloud? The cloud should be over getting our goods and services. We do <laughs> to the Omicron don't stop the cloud. It can't be done. Omicron can't reach up that high. <laughs> Folks, <laughs> the lack of two. <laughs> we need help from the lack of two. <laughs> All right. Okay. Bye. Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced Dog. by Mike Carlson, Jason Sheridan, Scott Gardner, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.